And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Listen, gentlemen, we all know that the male balls are one of the hardest places to shave on the male body. Luckily at Manscaped, they have perfected the ball hair trimmer. They call it the Lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof. You can use it in the shower. It charges for up to 90 minutes so you can take it on the road with you. No more nicks. No more bloody messes down below, okay? This is how you get ahead in life. You got to take care of the little details. Remember, use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Go to the website manscaped.com and make your order today. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have Liam O'Brien. Liam has been on the show, I think this will be his third time, if I'm correct. Uh, One of our first ever pro hockey players to come on the show, actually. Uh, Liam has been with the Washington Capitals organization for the past six years. Last year, playing in Hershey, putting up 29 points in 83 penalty minutes. Liam's career is very similar to to Sills in a way, where he had to grind his way out to professional hockey, signing a contract uh, with Washington back in 2014 uh, on a PTO, so... It's pretty incredible what he's been able to accomplish six years later, uh, still being in the con, uh, still being in the same organization. Um, in junior, he played in Rouen, and he also played in Rimouski. He also played for Midget. Uh, he played at Notre Dame, the U18 AAA team out in I think Alberta is where the school is. He actually won the Telus Cup, getting the OT winner. Back in the day when his dad came on, Sean, he reminded me of uh, of that moment. So pretty cool stuff coming from Liam. Like I said, the guy's had some games in the NHL. He's making a career playing pro hockey, and I'm pretty sure he's actually a free agent next year. So maybe we'll be able to break some news right now, but who knows? We'll see. Anyways, this is the High Button Podcast. I'm Justin. We're talking to Liam. Here we go. You know what comes next. All right, OB. We're going. How's life? It's good. Is it? good. You know what? Like, it's one of those things we've had all this time, but, um, you know, it's been really good for me. You know, I've been able to get home, be around my family more, and uh, you you don't really get a lot of time like this um, normally. So it's been a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And um, using it to... uh, it's advantage it's nice everyone says that when they right now it's just everyone's home everyone's relaxing everyone's appreciating their career you know everyone's so busy caught up in everything and when you're home for this amount of time and you can relax you just look back and you oh wow you know i accomplished some things i i'm i'm doing well in life because you know you're so caught up in it that's you know that's what this has done for me you know when you came in here and you're like wow look at this studio like i don't look at it anymore because i'm here every day but you know if i look at your career i'm like wow look at his career he's done it you know, you take a step back and you just appreciate everything around you. I know it sucks right now with COVID, but there's definitely some good that's coming of it. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you, yeah, you got to find every day. You got to kind of find things that you're just grateful for, and um, especially in times like these. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that I've tried to do a lot more. Yeah. I try to start my day with just you know three or four things that I'm you know super grateful for, and yeah. that's kind of just how I start my day. So what are you doing now? I saw you on Instagram. You're like boxing in the middle of the... Where are you boxing at? You're doing something. <laughs> that leaked, hey? That, that leaked. leaked. You're, you're in wow. shape right now. You're like ripped for, you know? I, gonna... I guess. I don't know. I, so my, my youngest brother, he's running uh, his own boxing class at O2 Wellness. No way. He's now, he's working at Push Fitness now too. Um, and he, he worked at a boxing gym nine round for a while. And he's really good. He's really good with the pads. Like 
um, like taking the hits like you're you're yeah well he's him. good he's good at giving the hits too we've we've, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. sparred but just just bought just body shots um and he's super quick and he knows what he's doing he's got all the combinations down um so it's super cool for me yeah to, to have that because i i box a lot when we boxed actually me my brother and my sister when we were younger we we're living in uh toronto we went to boxing camps every summer yeah and so grew up kind of in at the boxing gym yeah. quite a bit and it's just been nice to get back to that yeah especially with my youngest brother who obviously i don't get to see all the time right so yeah. it uh it's been awesome and he's he's really good at it like uh, <laughs> i've got some work to do so a lot of people swear by boxing especially hockey players not even if you're a fighter just you know it's, it's great to apparently it's good for the legs because you gotta stay bent the whole time it's good for the back because you gotta be i don't know I, i'm not a boxer at all but hockey players swear by it who there's a boxing gym on the bedford highway that we used to go to when i played hawks lucas lucas is it lucas no, yeah, that, no, that's no, in Bedford. No, 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 no. This this one's by like Jim's restaurant. I know what you're talking about. And we used to yeah. go there, and it was like Tyler Coleman's uncle was on the wall. He's like a famous boxer, and someone used to coach us. And you know, we'd go in there, and there'd be a bunch of bags, and we'd hit the bag for like an hour for like you know how we'd go to Lee Algies. It would be like a team yeah. workout, and we just go box for an hour. I loved it. I wasn't good at it, but it's a great workout. Yeah, it's a super, super intense workout, and. Um, it's just nice it's fun for yeah. me it's fun i find it you know i get a lot of joy out of it did you do it up in hershey like is there a bag up in the gym up there <laughs> well they actually they 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 used to have a bag in in uh in hershey for this one guy joel recklich they he brought was, the uh, bag in for him just for him he was a heavyweight guy played for a long time fought everybody yeah. you know so they had the bag for him but they they took the bag down what? once he was gone why well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it's a great thing to have a bag in the gym. It's funny. I have this like funny warm up I do when I had this teammate Riley Barber. He's with uh, Pittsburgh, and he tells me all the time. He goes, "Obi, you gotta stop shadow boxing before the game." <laughs> He's always all over me about shadow boxing, and it's like. <laughs> I'm not shadow boxing, but he always makes that joke. He always thinks that I'm like getting fired up because I'm gonna go fight or something, you know. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they had the bag there, but they they took it down. So it'd be funny. <laughs> I just think the thing would just get abused if they had. I was gonna there. say, there'd be times like when we were in high school and like one of our buddies would just have a bag in the garage when we'd be drinking, and we wouldn't even be in the in the basement like watching hockey. We'd be in the garage just hitting the bag, especially like in midget and like you know you're going to junior, so you got to learn how to fight. We like whose house would we? We like Steve Shea's house, and we'd just be like hitting the bag, just like practicing <laughs> how to do it. Yeah, I want to get one. It's a good workout. We got one at home. Do you? Yeah. Well, just, maybe I'll come over and I'll yeah, just do come it there. On over. Has your brother always been into it? Uh, I think he got into it probably maybe four years ago. Oh, he, yeah. He's good at it. Like, he's quick. Yeah. He's super quick. You're uh, you're not too bad when it comes to to fighting and hockey. Where did you, where do you think you got your, uh, you know, X's and O's when it came to that? I never really got any X's and O's from that. I just kind of, it's one of those things, like, hockey fights, it's very different than a you know a boxing match or UFC match or something like that. Um, it's I'd say a hockey fights a lot. It's got a lot to do with just controlling the other guy. You're off balance, right? So yeah. it's being able to keep your balance and control the other guy and tie him up well and 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 not get hit. You know, because there's no gloves, right? You're getting a fist to the face. So it's dangerous. It's uh, it's dangerous. And um, the hockey fighting was just something. I guess I was in junior and I wanted to get drafted. So I decided I was going to 
try to use that. You know, I had some size to me, so I was just going to try to, you know, I have that, you know, as part of a, something that I brought yeah. to the table. And it's one of those things that I've just <laughs> kind of continued to do. Um, just create energy and, uh, you know, spark my team when I, when I can. Yeah, it's an exciting thing to watch, especially when you're from the Maritimes. Because, you know, there's not a lot of guys from the Maritimes that are in the NHL or playing pro hockey. They, you know, it's starting to grow. There's like a ton, I guess, right now. But whenever it happens on TV or you see it on Twitter or you see it on a YouTube clip, it's kind of exciting to knowing that that guy is from this part of the world and somewhere else, like in Hershey, for example. Like I remember when you fought in Washington. I forget who you fought. But anyways, it was on NBC, national TV, and it just kind of felt more like home. It was like, all right, you know, it's Liam fighting. He's from this part of the world. It's a, it's a cool feeling. Yeah, I mean, we call it Maritime Grit. Maritime Grit, that's what it's called. Aaron Hoyler. I, I mean, I don't know. I think Hoyler came up with that one. Uh, did. That's a, yeah, yeah, get, yeah, Aaron to, to give him I, that. Yeah. Did Aaron Hoyles came up with that one. Maritime Grit. All right. Yeah. We'll Part give that to him. We'll give that to him. Did you ever play against him in junior? Yeah. He'd did always, you? He'd always try to fight me. Oh, well, you never did? <laughs> no. You never fought yeah, your buddies? Uh, you know what? He's he 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 fought Billy Hartley. You, you when Billy was in Cape Breton? When Billy was in Cape Breton. They no, fought. I didn't oh, know yeah. this. They went toe-to-toe. Who won? I think <laughs> I'll give the edge to Hoyler, but Billy did Billy did really well. Yeah. You know, like he did well. Um But yeah, they fought. But yeah, Hoyler Hoyles is just a competitor, right? Like he didn't care. He yeah. just didn't care. It was like he he'd be all over me all game. Yeah. You know, and then right after the game we'd be having a chat outside the locker room. So, it was cool, but you know, I just I have a hard time I'd have a hard time taking that fight seriously. That's the I fought dude, same thing. I had a hard time. You know, there's a couple like I did connect once, but there was a couple <laughs> more times where I could have connected even more and you got to just let up. You just can't do it. Who won that one? Yeah, I did win. And he knows that. He'll admit it. Will he admit it? Yes, he'll admit it. He'll, he'll say no at the beginning, and then after we'll be like, eh, whatever, it was a tie. Yeah. That's what he'll say. But good for him for admitting it. He's going to be listening to this right now on the drive home pissed <laughs> from work. <laughs> he won't be happy, but no, he'll be oh, It was a good fight, though. I remember it. So now that you're home in Halifax, other than boxing, you're uh, what are you doing? I see you're, you're, you're somewhere the other day. You're all over everyone's social media. There's always a picture of you somewhere doing something. I'm at the field a lot. So. Where's the, what field? Um, well, Smew's lot on lockdown right now. I tried going there the other day, and oh, it was turf. Like just caged. Um, no, it's just a field close to my house. I'm in uh, Bedford. So oh, you're it's in like Bedford. Ra- right around the corner from where I'm. I'm at. It's this is like little hidden field. It's like a little hidden gem. Yeah. It's awesome. And um, so I'm there a lot. Uh, I would say that I'm there probably three days a week. Three days a week. Yeah, on the field. Doing a lot of agility stuff, um, movement stuff, different stuff. You know, just trying to get my, trying to get speed. That's it. Yeah. Just speed. So the game's going that way. So yeah. that's the way I got to go. What are you doing the other four days of the week? The other four days of the week, you know, I have, I probably work out five days a week. So uh, as you saw, I was, you know, I, I get a little tennis in or boxing or um, I try to get kind of like another sport going. I love During that. During the week, swimming, yeah. um, stuff like that. Yeah. So, and then do some strength stuff as well. Yeah. So, mix everything. How old are you right now? 26. Are you starting to feel a little bit? No. You don't? No. You don't take that one day and just stretch for like I've two ne- hours? I've honestly never felt better. Really? I've, what I've can you? What do you attribute better. that to? Diet? 
I would say just the way that I train. Really? Yeah. You train smart, not hard? Yeah, I don't lift a lot of weight anymore. Um, I'd say the heaviest weight I lift nowadays would be 35 pounds. What? Yeah, it'd be the heaviest I lift. Um, and uh, obviously, I take my diet very seriously, but just the way that I train now is, is, is very different. Um, and it's been amazing. Like I've never felt more healthy, never felt better, really? never had more energy. Um, and it's been uh, really cool, really cool. The last couple of years, just how I felt. So has there ever been, a, was there anyone that taught you these things? Maybe like when you're in Ramouski and Rouen early years, when you're in Washington, you were just like lifting heavy and you're like, eh, maybe I don't feel the best. Was there some person that said, you know, Liam lift lighter, but longer reps? Yeah, no, it started, well, it started, it started here. So I had a, a trainer, Chris, uh, he's at push, push in uh, the North end. Okay. Yeah. Great, great gym. Um, and so he's the one that kind of pulled me back. I was, I was like pretty jacked in junior. I was very like stiff and I didn't move very well. Uh. And so I went to push. He helped me kind of, he put me in the right direction. Okay. And and then recently, the last four summers, I've been going to California, and I have a guy out there. His, his name's also Chris. That just sounds good. I got a guy in California. And um, I go out there. It's a little surf town called Carlsbad, and it's just been it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, he's taught me a lot of different stuff that I've been able to you know bring home. Yeah. And do on my own time. So um, I usually spend half my summer there and then half my summer at home so it's been it's been really really awesome do you appreciate being home a little bit more i know you said yes at the beginning of the podcast but there's a little bit of you like yeah i wish i was in california working with this guy i I just got back from california oh you were already there when yeah so when covid hit season ended uh, i was told that i'd be possibly black acing so i had to continue to train yeah so i was in california for about three months throughout covid Oh, yeah, because I guess then, you're still in the States anyway, so you, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I stayed in the States, and I had my girlfriend with me, and obviously she couldn't get into Canada at the time because they weren't letting anybody without a uh, Canadian passport into the country. So where's she now? She's back home in Prague. Okay. Yeah, so we were there for about three months. I trained there for three months, and then it was time to come home. So I've been home the last uh, month and a bit. And it's been awesome. You got a place here. Or you're with mom and dad. I'm at. I'm with mom and dad. Hey man, nothing wrong with mom and it's, dad. It's it's been so cool. It's all four <laughs> of us are at home right now, and it, it hasn't been like that in, God, I don't know, a long time. Like maybe, maybe seven or eight years. I was gonna say because you were in Notre Dame, isn't that what it's called? Or where were you when Midget? Oh, yeah, you, I was in Notre Dame in Midget. Like you, that was when you left home. So you, how yeah. old were you there? Fifteen. Yeah, but I would come home in the summertime, right? And I and I'd be home. For yeah. A bit. But like, it's just it's cool. We're all at, we're all in our twenties now. So it's. <laughs> so what's the household like now? It's like, all right, I'm going wow. to the liquor store. Anyone want anything? Like what? Yeah, pretty much. Everyone's just adults now. Every, it's just a bunch of adults. Yeah. It's six adults under the same roof. So it's it's cool. What's um, the grocery situation? How do you get food? Do you go by yourself or do you give mom a list? Mom's good. She my knows. Mom, my mom knows. She's uh, she's really good at that. Yeah. yeah Costco. Costco. I got to get a Costco membership. I'm still on Sobeys. I'm an amateur. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you got to get on that. Sobeys or sorry, Costco. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean the thing with so I had a Costco membership. We were four guys in a house in Hershey. That's expensive. And so it was great. No, no, it was great. Costco was great because we would always have enough to like serve everybody. You know. Yeah. Whereas I think when it was just me and my girlfriend, 
it was it was it, it didn't work because we would there was a lot of food that would just go to waste so oh, I, yeah, I stopped yeah, yeah. using my Costco membership the last two years when I was in Hershey just because it just didn't make sense anymore. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. You almost need like three plus people to have a Costco Interesting. Membership. That's good that's, advice. That's, uh, yeah, that's my opinion. Because me and my girlfriend right now are debating it. Yeah, I would hold off until... Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't bring the kids up. <laughs> I was asking your dad this. I was like, so what's it like being a hockey dad? Do you ever like get pissed off at Liam? And he's like, no. I just let him be. If he comes in the car and he makes a mistake, I just, you know, I, I talk to him a little bit, but I never criticize. I was like, all right, I'm going to take that advice if I ever have kids. Do you ever remember those drives home and your dad just being like, Liam, you know, you played well, but tweak this a little bit. Do you ever remember anything like that? Yeah. I mean, he was always pretty chill. Um, if he if he did give it to me, I deserved it. Yeah. I think he told the story about when he made me run the stairs. I don't think he did, did he? I think he did, yeah. It was me and uh, Kelly Bent. And uh, we played like crap. Like I had, I had a really bad game. Yeah. And him and Steve, uh, Kelly's father, okay, decided they were going to take us to the forum and make us run the stairs. So they, right after the game, play like crap. They just say, "Get in the car. Don't say a word to us. <laughs> take us to the." We, we stop at the forum. I'm like, "What are we doing here?" Right. Bring us into the forum. Okay, run all the stairs. And so me and Kelly just kind of looked at each other and just ran all the stairs. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that. Yeah. So um, that was probably the only th- the only thing I re- – the only time I remember where he really kind of – you know. But I think it was just a matter of, like, respect, you know. Like, he – you know, my parents did so much for me, like taking me to the rank in the morning. Well, every hockey parent. Yeah, every hockey parent. Like, oh, yeah. it's just, you know, don't – don't don't yeah. fuck around when you're out there. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. You know, work your balls off. Yeah. So you learn that at an early age. You learn that in almost Adam, you know, like I, I think it was just one conversation me and my dad had. It was just like, you know, I'm putting time and effort in money. And I understood that, like, you know, when you're young, money isn't really a thing. It's obviously your parents, you don't, you know, but that one conversation I remember we had, it was on the drive home from Tassa. And he was just like, you know, I'm putting time, effort, gas, a lot of money into this. You don't mess around when we're here. I said, okay. There's obviously times where you slip up a bit, but I'll never forget that. You know, when you have childhood memories, that was one. Because I remember I was complaining about not going to Dairy Queen. I was like, can we go to Dairy Queen? And he's like, no, 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 we're going home. <laughs> Great Dairy Queen right oh there, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every, everyone in the room. The one in Fairview, too? Yeah, do you ever, one do you ever the, go to the one in Fairview after, like, uh, Centennial uh, win? Yeah, yeah, Centennial. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. After the uh, yeah, junior, yeah. junior high games? No, never did junior high because junior no. high games, it was right, always right after school. And I remember my mom would pick me up. We'd go right home always after. I never played. I just would go to the games. And then right after, we go to Dairy Queen. No, I never. No. I didn't do Fairview as much because coming out of that Centennial, you go left to yeah. go there. And my house was on the right. So if any time we ever did get ice cream, we would go to the McDonald's on the top of Lacewood. Yeah, yeah, Or get yeah. a McFlurry. That's where we would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The McDonald's would be big for our family. Yeah, my grandfather used to take me to the Tim Hortons there. Top of Lacewood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That drive through is always yeah. busy. If I if I was the first person undressed, mm-hmm. we'd go get a blueberry muffin. So I was always the first person undressed. That's how you do it. That's how you get your kid, uh, you bribe them with food, McDonald's. That's how you do it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Think about weight. Mad, mad. Picture this. You're a dad one day. Middle of February, you're stuck in a freezing cold rink, and you got to wait for your kid to get undressed, and he takes 45 minutes. How pissed are you? 
I'm living. I don't even have kids. If I'm I had pissed a dad, off already. If I had a dad waiting for me right now, <laughs> oh man, I'd be in trouble. I take my time now. That's what, man, I'm telling you, like the best thing about, you know, getting better at hockey is leaving your gear and becoming independent, like getting a car and just like having a room to keep your shit. It's one of the better parts. Cause you know, don't get me wrong. Having a dad tie your skates and it's all part of the memories. But at that day when I made the max and I left my gear in the room, I'll never forget it. It's just a part of hockey that you'll always remember. Just leaving the gear, you walk out with your, your Halifax Max tracksuit. It's just, you just feel like coolest, a big dog. Coolest feeling though. Oh, the it best is. feeling. It is, yeah. The best feeling. I, mean, I think midget hockey is, it was my favorite year of hockey yeah. ever. Ever. Yeah? Yeah. Ever. Just because, oh, well, I was away from home, but. Well, you got the TELUS OT It's the winner. first time where you got like the matching helmets and gloves yeah. and you've got like the, I don't know. It's It's just, yeah. it's cool. What what was your decision to go out there? Where is uh, Notre Dame, Alberta? Notre Dame's in Notre- the middle of Saskatchewan, so it's in uh, Wilcox, Saskatchewan. It's a town of about two hundred and fifty people, probably. One restaurant, one gas station. If you blinked, if you were driving and you blinked, you'd, you'd miss it for sure. It's Jesus. tiny, but it was it was a uh, pretty awesome experience. What made you um, want to go all the way out there? The hockey. You just, they got this wall. Uh, this, I remember going there with my mom and we go in the rink and you look at the, the wall of fame there. Yeah. And it's just, there's, I don't know how many guys there are, but there's just hundreds of just guys who played pro hockey all over the world. Wow. So, are you there now? Uh, I think so. Nice. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> if not, then that means I did something wrong when yeah, I was there. I want to pay tuition. Come on, get me up there. Yeah. But like Barry Trotz went there. You did know? he? Yeah. Also, they go way back then. Um, a guy like Jordan Caron went there. Like there's just yeah. so many different guys yeah. that, that went, and it's super cool that way. You got the Telus Cup OT winner. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Talk about that. Your dad was talking about it. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Like the first two podcasts you came on, I didn't even ask you about it. That fly is going to kill me. Funny, funny story about that. So I was breaking a lot of sticks that year. What like flex a, were you using? A lot of sticks. I was 74, 75. No, like I was, I was probably using like 80, 75, 80, something like that. Probably the same I'm using now. Really? Yeah. And, but I was just breaking them over and over and over again. I was a center then. Who's was, paying for them? Mom and dad? My mom and dad. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was a center then. And when you're a center, your, your sticks, for me at least, they were wearing out a lot more. Just taking draws and all that. So Your sticks over there, yeah. Well, that one didn't wear out. I'm not a center anymore. I'm a winger now. But oh, okay. Well, I can, I can play it. I can play it. You can still use that. That's a good, that's a good stick. I, that was game. That's game used. Is it? Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone, everyone, as soon as they're, I'm sorry, I cut you off on the story here, but that's a big part of the studio. Everyone, everyone as everyone leaves, you go, oh, you got big tuna stick, eh? Everyone gives it a nice flex. If there's any if there's any coronavirus in the studio, it's on that because everyone touches it. Hopefully nobody breaks it. I've done that a couple of times. No, that's no one's gonna break that. Anyway, sorry, continue the story. And so I think it would have been like two or three months earlier, I had run out of sticks. And my dad was just like pissed, right? He's like paying for these three hundred dollars sticks, right? And he gets me these I think it was like three Sherwood like nice sticks, 
you know. Like but the Crosby Shearwoods, like those ones? They the, were one-piece sticks. Oh, yeah. They were still nice. Yeah. They weren't what I was using, but they were nice. And he, and he had to buy them at the store in Regina. And then he had to go get a taxi to go get the sticks. Oh, so he flew out. No, no, no. My dad didn't fly out. So he bought he bought the sticks from a store in Regina. Okay, okay, okay. Called the store, bought the the three sticks. Had to call a cab to go get the sticks. And then the cab had to bring them to me, which was like in the middle of Saskatchewan and Wilcox. So all of a sudden, like this cab pulls up. My dad's like, the cab should be there now. I run outside. He's got my three sticks. And I look at them. I'm like, oh, no. He's pissed. Oh. <laughs> He's pissed. And so we get to the telescope. And he, I think he bought me. I'll never forget. He bought me this Easton S. It was the S19. Like, Oh, the, really those are one nice. of the best ones. One of the best ones. The best Eastons ever. Best ho- One of the best hockey sticks of all time. And that's time. what I scored the the G-Dub with. So I was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where's that stick now? That, well, that one's broken. What? You didn't save that stick? <laughs> no. I mean, oh. They got us rings. You know, that's enough for me. I guess so. Yeah. That's funny, though. Good good on Sean, though. Calling yeah. Cleves or calling the store, getting a cab. It's a lot of effort. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it was – you had to – it was hard to get anything out there because you're in the middle of nowhere, and there wasn't a, a hockey store or anything. So if you, yeah. if you needed gear, you'd have to talk to somebody at the school and then order it online or – and get it shipped. So if you need something quick, not gonna happen. I don't think I was the first person to do that. So really, yeah. Talk about the pro lifestyle when it comes to gear and everything at Hershey. Like at just, just like tip of your fingers, whatever you need. Yeah, I mean we have really awesome equipment guys. In you Hershey. guys, you guys have a great YouTube channel where they give like a tour of the room and your trainers are talking. I think you're in a couple videos where you're like joking around with them on a practice. Like they seem like really good guys. Yeah, they're awesome. I've, uh, Josh has been around the whole time I've been there. Uh, he's awesome. And then Dylan came in. I think it was three years ago. So he's he's Josh's assistant. But the two of them, like anything you need, it's yeah. like here you go. Yeah. So it's not like that everywhere either, especially in the American League. In the really? NHL, yeah. But in the American League, um, not that they limit guys, yeah. but there's some places that are a little cheaper than others. Yeah. But in Hershey, um, we've never had that issue ever. So it's it's uh, we're lucky. It seems like you guys have such a great organization in the AHL. It's so historic, first of all. Tons of championships. Every time I look at a, an Instagram page of a home game, the crowd is just jammed, packed. How awesome is that? Yeah, it's it's different than I would say the majority of other places in the league. Yeah, just because of the history mm. and the fan base, they're diehard, like diehard. Um, we most games we've got you know ten eight to ten thousand fans, so it's 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 nice rank and great environment and the fans love hockey they know hockey too because it's been there so long like they they know the game yeah so it's it's cool that way too um and they they've for me they've they appreciate my game and so well yeah you won the bobblehead night that was voted like that's incredible yeah (laughs) it never happened but i know but still you won it (laughs) (laughs) weren't you competing against another guy on your team like for votes 
Yeah, I was competing at Scarbos. It was a weird. That whole thing was weird. Dude, we were working yeah. our ass off on High Button Sports to try to get you that. We were like, hey, get OB bobblehead night. Because we were going to come down. Your dad was going to get us tickets and get us in. Like, we had it all arranged. But it just never happened. Yeah. COVID. COVID. Was it during COVID? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be the next week, and then COVID happened. So My maybe, parents had their flights. They had everything set up. Yeah, maybe we weren't going to go down there. But we were talking about it, going down there for it. Because we mentioned that you when you well, wanted. You guys would have came down. You guys, I you guys would have came in the room. Trust me. Oh, yeah. We would have done the whole shebang. Well, here's the thing. The funny thing about it. We tweeted out, like, you know, if OB wins, we're coming for sure. And we probably got, like, 10 replies on our tweets on our tweet from fans in Hershey saying, hey, we'll pick you up at the airport. We'll see you then. There's people messaging us saying, are you guys seriously coming? So, like, that, just talk about, like, a fan base. It's a complete stranger saying, yeah, we'll pick you up at the airport. You know, yeah. It's crazy. Well, they're diehard, diehard <laughs> hockey fans. They love it. Oh, that's awesome. It's cool. Yeah. So, do you have a bobblehead of yourself, or they did they even they must have made I've them? I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, do I have one myself? I do, but how many? But I can't. I can't. I have one. Just oh, one. What? So they they gave me one. I think they gave me one to bring home to show my girlfriend. Okay. And then the season got canceled. So. I could like I didn't bring it back, so it's still in her. <laughs> it's still there. No, I have. It's tucked away. I'm not. I'm not like it's. It's. Am I bringing not, up something I'm not supposed to be bringing up right now? Well, it's a little bit of a sensitive subject because okay. fans keep asking like, "Where, where oh, are the bobbleheads?" Okay, so they want they want the bobbleheads. Yeah, I want a bobblehead for and, the studio. And and it's just one of those things. It's with everything that's going on. We like they don't know how they're gonna handle the situation. <laughs> what's gonna happen? So, I I That's guarantee so you that they'll be they'll be handed out. Yeah, just not right now. It's like the Trump election in the states, and then it's like Liam O'Brien's bobblehead. Like everyone wants one. That's yeah. so funny. It's like a topic where the fans want a bobblehead. But they're really they're a really cool bobblehead. It's <laughs> really unreal. Cool, yeah. Do you have a photo of it? You can show me later. Oh yeah. Do you? Yeah. No, the because you and I kind of look alike. I just don't have a beard. But if I grew one, I I put it up there and be like, that was me. Yeah. Yeah, no, Claim honestly, it. yeah, you could you could pull it off. I don't know if the thickness. You got the thickness. I'm patchy. You know what I mean? You're like thick. Yeah, I mean, took a lot of lot of shaving to get this. Did it? Yeah, it's like a lot of like. Lot. I remember I only had like a chin strap. I had the worst chin strap. Now that I look back at like some of the pictures of me, I had like the, the greasiest chin strap. But the reason I had the chin strap was because I was like constantly shaving my cheeks yeah because i wanted Talking it to, to grow in a little closer because yeah. i was constantly shaving my cheeks because i wanted it to grow yeah. in yeah because like you know i had teammates older than me they had like the full beard already and yeah i'm like i gotta i gotta get there like i gotta get there so i was like constantly like shaving my cheeks and um yeah so here we are you must have like a bunch of beard companies messaging you saying like try our products <laughs> yeah I, I got a free beard straightener one time yeah there you go uh, a couple oils i get a lot of like for presents i get a lot of beard stuff yeah like you bring it upon yourself though yeah you yeah. know oh yeah. I, I enjoy yeah, it. yeah i was gonna say i, I love it's it. great I, I have like uh this beard wash and conditioner now and a couple nice brushes and he's got it all figured out yeah. one of our main sponsors right now is manscaped and they're like a, a ball shaving company and yeah. instead of like they have the, they got the ball shaver but they also have like ball deodorant who would have thought? 
yeah <laughs> fall like uh i mean if they if they if they want to send me some stuff i mean i'll use it yeah i'll message the guy i'll get him to send you some stuff it's great they sent us a bunch of packages they're all gone dudes took like four but so your we, balls smell good then, my balls smell good they're they're shaved they're because you know when you're shaving it's like it's it's tough the lady must be happy yeah, I guess so. That de- <laughs> that deck's taking up a lot of our time. We don't have that much time for that stuff, but the deck is just killing me right now. The deck is in between our relationship, like building that thing. Yeah. You have no because I'm not a handy man. She's not a handy woman. Well, she is a handy woman, but fuck, it's killing me. You can't become one without trying, though. Yeah, but I am trying. You that, are no, you you'll get it. You'll but get it done. here's the thing: in order for me to become a handyman, like I probably have to build like maybe three more decks. Here's the thing: like I built it. Probably more than just decks too. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I'll, there's, I don't want to build anything else. When this deck is done, I told her I was like, it's over. I'm not building anything else. It's done. Because like she's she's an uh, an interior designer, so she always wants things. She wants to do things inside the house that requires me to have a drill in my hand. My girl is the same way, oh so I guess that's God. my future. But that's what dude says. Dude's is like, you know, he's he's a handyman, and his wife is just always like, you know, wife, girlfriend's always like, all right, you got to do this, that, and he's like, trust me, it never ends. So apparently, it never ends for guys like us. We always got to have a drill in our hands. We always got to be doing something. I think my girl already knows that I'm not, I'm not that handy. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's good. <laughs> see, I, see, I, I gave into it. She thinks I'm handy now. <laughs> But really, on the back, I'm just looking at my phone on yourself. I'm on YouTube videos, going, "Okay, righty, tighty, lefty, loosey." Okay, I got it. Like I'm, I'm just top of my head, man. Anyways, how was Hershey this year? A lot of fun. Oh man, I had I think, I think we were gonna win it. No. Oh yeah. How we much were. of a piss off is that? Oh, it's a huge piss off. Um, at least we had like such a good team. Like we had you? the best. So we made it to the final. Uh, I think it was four years ago. And the team we had this year was better than that team. No. Oh, yeah. Why? Goaltending? Just the just the team chemistry we had. In the, the room? Yeah, we had a lot of good we had a lot of good hockey players, but we had we weren't weak in any areas. We had our goaltending was best in the league. And then we had we had eight defensemen that could be, you know, they'd be a top pairing on any team. And then our forward group was was really good, and we had some really good offensive guys. You know, yeah. We had a guy like Matt Molson, who's you know great net front on the power play. Wow, great NHL career, that great, guy's N- had. Oh, great NHL. He's career. been there. Um, so we just had such a good team. There was w- balanced, a lot of good attitude. Um, everybody got along. N- no selfishness. It was a special group of of guys. Yeah. It was it was just we'd be in games, we'd be down, no panic. Ooh. Come back. We were we were we were scary to play against. I love that. Yeah. How long did it take you to figure out your identity in the year? Well, I think the year before that, we were we came from I think we were in we were in last place. We came from last place, ended up making the playoffs after Christmas. We went on an absolute tear. I think we won. I think we had points in 20-something games straight. Sucks that I don't know that number, but it was impressive. Like, yeah. it was it was almost a record. Like, yeah. we, were, we were almost setting a record. Um, and I think we just kind of followed that. We just kind of kept that, and we, and we brought that into this year because we had a lot of the same guys come back. Yeah. A lot of good young players. Yeah. And... Everybody, all those young players developed. Um, they all played the 
the right way too. That's yeah. a huge thing. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do you mean the right way? It's just, just like the just knowing the details. That's what Siller said. Siller's like in the AHL, you need to know the details matter the most. That's what he said. Like changing quickly. Like no, don't take that one stride and then coast to the bench. He's like, no, go to the fucking bench. Yeah, he's just like, like the get off, get off the get ice. off the ice. Um, but not only that, just D zone coverage, communication, things like that. Yeah, just we were we were top notch at all those things. Yeah, and we had every element. You know, we had our offensive guys who played the right way too, all of them, and then we had you know our our grinders who finished every hit and had that physical presence yeah and on the back end we had you know every night we had 6d that were just solid 6d that were solid all wow. six of them, wow. every single one of them and then our goaltending was phenomenal so we just i i in in my mind like i i thought we were gonna win it so there was another good team out in the west that we never got to play against that was milwaukee they kind of they finished first in the league i think we finished third when it comes to winning percentage yeah so it would have been nice to 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 play against them and kind of see where we were where we were at against them. But yeah, yeah I think we would have I would have oh. might have had a Calder Calder no. Cup. So, but you know what? Um, still an awesome year. Yeah, and I learned a lot. And uh, yeah, grateful for that. At least you get more kicks at the can, you know. Oh yeah. And at least you're not a 20 year old junior guy that had a great team. You know, think about that. You know, we had Welshy on the other day. PEI was great this year. I felt for him. You yeah. know, that's it's a rough go to be twenty and then just leave. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks for sure. Heinem too on Cape Breton. They were good. That they're just Heine, Heine, shit way to yeah, go but Heinem's already kind of you know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I never <laughs> thought of that. I put I put last year in the back. He had a great year that year. He won the Junior A. We always make fun of this because he thinks Junior, other people think Junior A lacrosse has nothing to do with the Mem Cup. It's not on the same level, but he won the Junior A Championship, President's Cup, and Mem Cup. Seabiscuit. Yeah. Great kid, too. I, I, I remember watching the Mem Cup. He was flying. Oh, you see that four check on, uh, four check on who was it? McIsaac on the back. I think the whole rink shook. It just yeah. like, I was up in the press box. I heard, like, just felt it. So just flying. Yeah, no, he can he can scoot. It was a great, great, great Mem Cup. That was probably the last time like the best hockey was played in the Metrics, and the Mooseheads weren't that good this year. But like that was the last time there was real good hockey here in Halifax. It was unreal. Yeah, was were, were you home for it? Yeah, I was actually. Yeah, I got to go to the games and stuff, so that was cool. I hadn't been in there for a little while. Um, I think I watched. I watched Halifax against Prince Albert. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I went to another one. I forget who was playing, but yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Siller for a bit. And you were saying before the podcast how you kind of like molded your career and looked at him as an example of how to do it. And now you're smiling. Did I say the wrong thing? No, no, no. So, so it's funny. Yeah, like I, I think we were talking about it a little bit before because he was on here earlier. Uh, you know, earlier the week. But yeah, when I was, I would have been 17 years old. I went to development camp in the summertime. Siller was there. And so, obviously, he's from Nova Scotia. Um, we kind of had a lot of similarities when it came to the way we played. Yeah. And so, it was cool just to see him in that environment, see his relationship with the 
the organization like he had a really good like really good relationship with the organization like they pittsburgh loved that guy really love they still love him but like they loved that guy yeah um and so that was really cool for me and i remember i was in a meeting with billy garen when i was leaving and he he mentioned you know you know you you play a lot like siller play a lot like siller i remember him saying that to me and that kind of made me think like you know i i was 17 years old i didn't get i got passed up on the draft i was you know disappointed at that point it was like you know what like if if siller can get there it's like i can i can get there you know and it kind of gave me that like that hope gave me a little bit of a jump and so it was cool i was i was following him from then on and that was a time where he got i think he got called up and then he was up in the nhl for a couple of years he was in toronto so i was following him and then and, <laughs> and then, then washington and then, and the yeah. next thing you know we're teammates <laughs> so it was uh super cool super cool to be teammates with him i learned a lot from him yeah uh, and yeah i was on the ice with him like an hour or two hours ago you know, oh were always, you always always got a smile on his face uh works his balls off and yeah that's just that's just the character he has what's he like uh as a teammate i I feel like i already know your answer but you were in the room with him you've been on the ice with him you've been in battles with him talk about what type of guy he is in the room he doesn't say a lot no but he's a goof like he's just a goof keeps it light then keeps it very light keeps things very simple yeah and he doesn't try to be anything but himself you know, yeah. Uh, you know, when I played with him, he had the big, he had the big rig. He had this big truck. It was like a monster truck. He'd come flying in, and he'd park that thing anywhere. <laughs> but you know, he was just, he was, he's from Brookfield, you know, and it was super cool to to see that. So, and that's you know, that's something I respect a lot. Yeah. No, it was it was one of our our better podcasts. Just sitting down with a guy like him, just so humble. You know, his accomplishments, he didn't really talk about them. He's like, no, just happy to be there, happy to do it. Just, you know, still keeping my head down. I'm still working hard. He just signed for two more years over in Germany. Incredible. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And that's what he said, too. He's just like, yeah, it's pumped just like being in the summer, just having a contract, knowing I can go back and work. I don't know when he said he was going. I don't know if He's any of those. He's probably leaving in a month or so. Yeah. A lot of those guys are going back over there in a month or so to I, Germany. I didn't realize how many guys are playing in Germany and coaching. Midge is there. McCauley's there. Uh, Sill is there, Albuschizer is there, but he, you know, he was from here. He, he played here. Um, James Shepard just signed there. Yeah, he's going to play with Silzy. So, so Germany, the thing with Germany is they don't have, they have a different limit on um, non-German-born players. So like almost, it's kind of cool in Germany, and it's very attractive for guys who have you know kids or a wife or That's a girlfriend or something yeah. because. You go to a place, uh, you know, you go to a place in Slovakia and they only have, you know, three uh, non-Slovakian players and you're kind of rolling the dice on, you know, if they have a wife, if they have a girlfriend, if, or, you know, if they're cool. So, (laughs) if they're cool, (laughs) they're a cool guy. But, so it's cool in Germany because you got like 10 guys. So well, I, I've had so many teammates that have gone over there. They've had really positive experiences. So, yeah. Um, and it's a it's a great hockey league too. It's a really good hockey league. Some great cities. Siller sells out like eighteen thousand every night. The rink he plays in. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, you, you got teams in Munich, Berlin. Uh, he's in Cologne. Like these are these are really nice places to What's live. Europe? Too. You know Europe very well, don't you? Yeah. Have you ever been to <laughs> yeah. Germany? I. You know what? I haven't been to Germany. Me neither. I've, I've been, been in the airport. Been to Austria. It's pretty. It's very Same similar. Thing. Very similar. Um, been to like Salzburg, Austria. Uh, been to Vienna. Beautiful, beautiful. So I don't know why I haven't been to Germany. It's like it's so close to to Czech to Prague yeah. where my girl lives. So. I'm sure I'll get there though. I love Prague. I know last time you were on the podcast and we were talking about it, I love that place. There's something about being poor there when you're really rich because it's not expensive to do anything. <laughs> like you can go downtown with 20 euro and you're just balling. And it, like it, it, just being Canadian there too. People love Canadians there. Love Canadians there. Yeah. So my girlfriend, she worked at a restaurant and so the girls would fight over who got the American or Canadian table because they tipped right yeah like we tip here yeah of course over there they don't tip yeah oh they don't tip. no they don't tip as much as as we do why is it a little bit rude or is because in asian culture it's rude to tip i don't think it's because it's rude i just think they just don't do it okay they just don't do it and i mean it was a communist country right yeah not that long ago yeah so yeah they they fight over who gets the table it's pretty funny. I thought I thought you were gonna be like they're fighting over for the guys. Like I want the Canadian guy, I want the American guy. I thought or, that's what or you were that say. too, or say, that or too. That. Yeah, I was gonna say there was times when we were. I remember, I think it was Prague. No, it was Amsterdam. It was in Amsterdam once. It was a graduation present from my parents. Me, Ferris, and Ben went over to. Uh, I remember seeing pictures of that. So we, yeah. it was a great trip. We were just so young, like. <laughs> How old were you? When you I was grade 12. Like, I just graduated. Like, the day you walk across the stage to get your diploma, that's, yeah, that's two days after, I'm on a flight to Paris. Young. Super young. Like, we're going to, like, the bars, and we're like, why aren't we picking up? Like, why aren't we doing anything? This is like we're wearing, like, shirt. We didn't have style back then. You know, Europe, they love the style. They love the all that. Gotta we wear just, tight pants. Gotta wear tight pants, and we're just rolling White in with, shirts. like, flip-flops and shit. I remember one day we're in Austri- or Amsterdam. And it was a it was a real you know it was an Amsterdam bar Netherlands bar, and three Canadian guys walk in and we just still didn't have that money we were penny pinching the whole way, and there was three Americans sitting at a bar or, or a table like maybe two tables over and they were being dicks, so we kind of walked over as they weren't looking and just took their pictures walked over and just put their pictures right on our table they didn't even notice because the place was so packed, and we just started drinking the beers and someone noticed to our left and they're like hey good for you guys good for you. I don't know, just a little cool little story about <laughs> Amsterdam, and then it and then it was it was good till uh, good after that. Well, here's no, not even because we walked out and someone shouldered Ben, and Ben's the guy. He's like, "Oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it." But me, I'm a pitcher deep, so I'm. Like, what do you do? No, apologize to Ben, and I got thrown out of the bar. That was like our third night, but you left that part out. <laughs> yeah, whatever, I don't have a boss here. I can't get fired. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's not that bad of a story. Anyways, you got Could any stories? You got any stories like that being thrown out of a bar? No, I'm joking. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, no, no. I mean, so, I you know what? I got a story. I almost fought John Scott at a bar one time. After you stuck your tongue out at him? So I stuck my tongue out at him and, uh, like, finished the game. Whatever, right? <laughs> like he's, well, he's, like, six foot nine, six foot eight. So he's, like... We're in, this is in St. John's, by the way, St. John's, Newfoundland. So he's in the minors. And we go out to this bar, both teams after the game. We played two games. 
and I go up to him because he had just played in the All Star game or something. And I go up to him. And I'm like, it's super cool, right? It's yeah. John Scott. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and I like go to like shake his hand, like, hey man, like, no hard feelings or whatever. And he like he looked at me and he goes, no, not you, you, you know, like, and, and, <laughs> and started giving it to me. No way in the bar. In the bar. And so I'm like, I'm like kind of taking it back. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, come on. We're not on the ice right now. Yeah. Like, let's relax. Yeah. Right. And I'm, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a, I'm a little guy compared yeah. to him. And all of a sudden things kind of escalated a little bit. <laughs> no way. I'm like, oh, it's, you know, like, I'm like, all right, well, like, all right, I'll, I'll go you right now then. Let's step outside. <laughs> and then all of a sudden all the guys jump in. They're like, no, 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 no. Like, you guys aren't going to do this. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of glad because he probably would have. He probably would have beat the wheels off me. So. A hockey fight in a in a bar fight's a lot different. Yeah, very different. Nonetheless, I'm pretty he's got the reach. He's him. got the reach was, advantage. He's gonna say the reach. weight advantage, height advantage. It, it wasn't looking good. So. Oh, that sucks. I didn't know he did that. Whatever. Uh, I'm sure he's. You know what? Like, I'm sure he's a great guy. I think he was just a little pissed off because, you know, I stuck my tongue out at him. Yeah. It kind of went viral too at that time. Yeah. And it kind of might have seemed a little disrespectful i guess I in bet, his yeah. eyes because yeah. he, he's a veteran yeah. and i was a a young guy but i think you gotta think like he's asking someone who's you know seven inches smaller than him to fight yeah and it's like come on it's like come on man yeah. <laughs> i bet if you guys fought everything would have been fine oh for sure bar. you know what for i mean sure. you guys just needed to fight to get the tension out of the way maybe one day yeah who knows maybe i'll see him at a bar sometime <laughs> I forgot. I actually have questions for you. Um, okay. So the red and black wars, three on three pickup. Oh, oh, wow. Is so, that is that was so that a we, question? Uh, I was told to. That you know what we had a bit. We had a loss today. We took an L today, but it was a little bit a little bit iffy. But yeah, the red and so there's Jill Plandowski skates, great skates um great great group of guys too like unbelievable group of guys <laughs> and like some of these young kids man they can play like they're give they're me an example good. like who like phillips um phillips uh, blew my he's baron's little real. brother who man baron plays for Halifax. oh justin yeah yeah can can play like, he's, he's going first be, round this year yeah he's gonna be a player like he can wow. play and then you got like you know drake's out there drake's drake's a great hockey player yeah sons looks great um O'Leary looks great. All these guys, they all look great. Everybody yeah. looks great. Yeah. You know, like I think the talent pool in Nova Scotia is just, it's just, it's getting better and better. It's, it's pretty cool. And they're getting more opportunities too. And you see a lot more guys get drafted and it's, it's awesome. It's fun to, it's fun to watch. It's fun to see, especially some of these kids who I, you know, taught at hockey schools at SMU. And now it's all of a sudden, you know, you got Matt Steinberg, he's drafted oh, yeah. to Colorado. He's jacked, you know, it's, it's cool <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. But anyways, this red and white thing, like, nuts. Like, it's a war out there. Because we'll do the, the power skating, we'll do the skills, we'll do all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, now it's three on three. And it's just an all-out war. Like hitting? Like, no. It, we're, we get physical with each other. Yeah. We do. Probably shouldn't, shouldn't <laughs> just because it's the off season. We yeah. don't want anybody to get hurt. But, yeah, I mean, white usually wins. Are you on white? Say, I'm on white, yeah. White <laughs> usually wins. Yeah. I think it's like, I don't know, might be like 7-2 now. So. 7-2, yeah. you guys well, are keeping next tally. Week, next Tuesday is going to be a war. How many, days, how many days of the week are you on the ice? 
Uh, right now, I'm anywhere from two to three days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're so, out there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's we got usually two three-on-three games a week. So nice. it's been it's been fun. All right. And I got another question for you. There aren't even questions. I was just told to bring it up. And the other one is the zoo. <laughs> Who asked that question? Do you know? Yeah, I know. Well, I know, but I want to know if you know. The first year out of pro hockey, I, <laughs> me, a few of my buddies, we rented this house down near Oxford. Okay. And yeah, they called it the zoo because it was just like the door. I don't think we ever locked the door. Just people walk in if they want. People just walk in. <laughs> so. <laughs> We had fun there. Okay. We had a lot of fun there. Um, can't elaborate too much on that. That but, sucks. Um, a lot of good times. A yeah. lot of good times. We were young too. Like I think we were we were all twenty at that time. So it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and it, it was cool because we were all twenty, and it was like we had somewhere relatively close to downtown where we could all get together. Yeah. And hang out. Yeah. And not have to worry about anything. Wait a second. Is this downtown Halifax or Washington or Hershey? Uh, this The zoo would have been, this is in Halifax. Oh. My first summer home after pro oh, you in Halifax. I didn't buy a place. I was renting Rented. this place. Me and a few other guys were renting this place. And uh, they nicknamed it the zoo. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard some stories about that place. Yeah. Yeah. We won't we'll leave it out there. Well, the guy that told me about, <laughs> the guy that told me about this, how proud are you of him? Sans. Man, that guy is. Your dad like got emotional when he was bringing it up. It was kind of cool. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, pumped. Well, I mean that's my line mate from yeah. when we were kids. He's like, you know, he was, he was like, ninety pounds soaking wet back then, and now he's, you know, he's. I think he's gonna play in the American League next year for sure. I think he's ready for that. You know, he brings like this. He's got this special energy that he has, and um, it kind of it rubs off on people. You know, yeah, and I think uh, I think he's gonna do really well here. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, it's cool for me. I, I, th- this whole everything that's up in the air. I'm excited to see what happens. There's so many storylines just waiting to be built. You know, the NHL draft. You know, where's Baron gonna go? Where's a bunch of people gonna go? You know, where there's just a lot of things that are up in the air that uh, that could happen, and it's good for me because I get to talk about it. Yeah, you know, it's good for everyone else around here. Like you said, those three on three games. I you know the talent from around here is just insane. It's it's incredible. It's great for the podcast. You know, it's it's unreal. It's too bad you couldn't come and watch those three and three games. Those are they're in, they get intense. They get intense. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. even. I we like even, Mike. I like miking the guys up. I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I love watching three on three hockey, but I like going to work. I don't like just. You know what I mean? It's like if I'm in a rink, I'm there to work. Yeah, no, for you know? sure. But I'd love to. I'd love to like just. Are they allowing spectators? No, no. Johnny Moore had to come out on skates one day just to you have to be on skates. So I guess Oh you gotta be on I skate. wasn't there, but apparently he, he brought his skates and he was on his skates doing his thing. So we did that too at Centennial. That's what yeah. they said. They're like you can come but you gotta be on the ice. Yeah, you took my spot. You know that, Oh right? did I? <laughs> that Sans was okay, that, <laughs> that makes sense yeah. though. Yeah. So Sans comes down and me, dudes and I Berkey. was on my way to the rink. No and then all of a sudden I get this Snapchat from Sans like, Hey, you can't come anymore. <laughs> And then the next day, I look, I look on my Instagram, and you and dudes are out there flying around, and I'm like, "No way!" And I'm so I, I sorry. got cut. I'm I got so cut sorry. for the. I got cut for the high button. 
we were dudes was out there more than me and dudes like kind of like he felt like he was getting some looks because dudes was slowing the pace down a bit and dudes was like oh i don't know if i feel that welcome but at the end of it the boys lightened up a bit and he felt welcome but like at the very beginning when we found out that we get we cut some guys we didn't know it was you oh it's fine nonetheless <laughs> i was you know i was like i was pretty last minute about it too um but yeah jordan's jordan's doing a good job he's pumped teaching hockey skills yeah, yeah. We were saying, like, when we went to one of those practices, or the practice, dudes was like, I've never done a drill like this ever. When I played hockey, and he's right, when we played hockey growing up, it was dump, chase, regroup, D to D, center man swing, do it again, three on two. All right, now we're going to do uh, behind the, the rim, chip off the boards, defenseman pressure, all right, regroup, three on two. Now, they have sticks on the ice that have pucks drilled into them, there's it's insane the things they're doing out there i was like burke was going through a drill like drew one up i was terrified because i did a couple drills too but there was like eight steps to it before you got to shoot and they were all through the stick around you got to pivot uh, he, he was talking about something that wasn't even a pivot but it is a pivot he's like no it's called a, sh- a weight shift yeah the, the weight shift the yeah. weight shift yeah and he's like you ever see kane pivot and i'm like yeah he goes no he weight he shifts his weight and I was like, oh, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Same with Matthews. He doesn't pivot. He shifts his weight. Yeah. And it was cool, these drills that he was going through. But, man, they were intimidating at the very beginning because never done a drill like that ever. I, yeah. All I did was flow drills growing up, flow drills. Well, like you look at McDavid and why he's just so agile. He does a lot of, the, he does a lot of that stuff, right? He's yeah. Just, it's, um, it's become a big part of, like, what I do in the summertime as well. Well, you said speed when you first got here. Like, yeah. all I'm working on is my speed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the game's just getting so fast, getting so skilled. You have to find new ways to not only, like, score goals, but just make plays, create offense. And for me, that's something that I've, you know, I've been doing a lot of, like, research, and I've been um, just watching certain guys, like uh, Johnny Tavares or somebody like that. Yeah. You know, just learning from those guys. It's uh, cool. And then you got all these guys that are putting all their all their drills out there on uh on instagram and stuff yeah jb hockey which is i think that's over in sweden he's got some great stuff yeah you know um he worked with one of my teammates daniel sprong and if you go to daniel you go watch daniel sprong's he's in anaheim race he's with washington now oh is he He got traded to us at the deadline okay and if you go watch some of the stuff he does in the summertime it's it's phenomenal really it's it's crazy so um that's some that's a lot of the stuff that that people are doing now yeah that's awesome what are you doing for speed are you running up like citadel hill with a flight with a parachute like what do you do for speed these days no i i do i do some different stuff tell me i I think so speed is a lot this is what i speed is your brain telling your body to do things so a lot of it's like neurological so you're like reading more books or something (laughs) no 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 just making my mind work and my body at the same time so a lot of the stuff that i do i'll do like agility drills or i'll do um you know certain jumps or i'll do certain um quick quick feet stuff and the whole time i'm doing two or three things at once you know oh so like rubbing your belly patting your head type thing like well no maybe not rubbing my belly patting my head but there are there are drills where the whole time i have to shake my head while i'm doing uh a, a certain agility run or a certain agility drill i have to shake my head or 
you know, I have to, I'm doing an agility drill. I got to touch a cone with one hand and then the next cone, I got to touch it with my other hand and I got to continue to switch hands. And it puts my body kind of in these awkward positions. And it makes you think. And it makes me think the entire time. Interesting. Um, Those are the, those are the simple ones. And then it, it gets, it gets pretty crazy after that. But yeah, no, it's, it's been awesome. I've been doing that for last four summers. Yeah. So. Pro hockey player. That's what you got to do. You got to keep getting better. It's yeah. a great life. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's the best. Do you appreciate it? Do you ever sit back and go, holy shit? Best job I ever had. Is it? Yeah. Of course. You know, well, movie, you... you know the movie Fury? Best no. job it. Best job I ever had. Fury. What one's that? Is that the ping pong movie? No. Like, you know where uh, Brad Pitt's got the... Oh, yeah. He's got like, kind of like my haircut. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And he's... And they're in the tank. Shia LaBeouf. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much about to die. <laughs> they do die, but sad. But yeah, best job I ever had. Best job I ever had. Yeah. We used to, yeah. You yeah. ever have another job? Or you do you ever like have a pink <laughs> route or anything? Uh, I worked a lot of hockey schools. I, I fenced. I did the you, fencing for a bit. You put fences up? Yeah, a couple times. Getting like trust haven there? Not much. No, for like events and stuff. Oh, yeah, like with McCurry or... Mike, what are they called? Not McCurdy's. Uh... I'm trying to think what other jobs I had. I, you know, I mowed lawns a couple times. I mean, I, you know what? Like, I think a lot of my job. I was lucky growing up because I would always work at SMU or at Dow and do the hockey camps. With like Midge and yeah, Nogler, so, someone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, Patty Flynn or Steiny or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was lucky that way. So I always got a job within hockey yeah so i was fortunate for that and always paid pretty well too yes oh my god they give you like 40 bucks a session you're like yep yes please 40 bucks an hour just to push some pucks absolutely yeah like they paid real well well no i was like the i I took care of all the kids oh so you're babysitting oh i got some good stories from that i i tie i'll never forget this i was at i was working smu camp and i was probably 13 years old yeah and i tied a kid's skates on the wrong feet (laughs) Because the kid, the kid had his skates on the wrong feet. Yeah. And so, like, we get on the ice. And I had no idea, right? Like, I'm just tired. So I think it was probably the last day. And the kid comes on the ice, and he's, like, falling all over the place. And I think it was, I think it was Steiny. And Steiny stopped the, stopped the drill. He's like, who the fuck tied this kid's skates on the wrong feet? <laughs> and I was, like, looking around, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. So I had to take the kid on the bench, put him on a put him on the put him on the right feet and he's good to go yeah and some of those camps you like run into a kid and you're just looking to make sure his parents aren't watching you know there's some times where you we lost a kid one time did you lose a kid yeah that happened oh he you know what where was he we didn't lose the kid he was hiding in a dressing room (laughs) under the bench he didn't want to play three hours we were panicking panicking I've, i've never been i've never panicked that hard in my life Mother was like losing her, losing it at us because oh the mo- the parents knew oh yeah they yeah they came to pick the kid up and he wasn't he, wasn't there. <laughs> he was hiding under a bench he was hiding under a bench so when you found him what did you say to him I mean obviously the parents were just relieved but when we found him he was hiding in a room under a bench so the mother was kind of like oh I'm sorry Talk like mic, sorry. yeah like mother was kind of like oh I'm I'm sorry you know. I'm sorry that I, I kind of lost that, you guys. Like, she apologized to Oh, us. she was, like, freaking but, out but at you? But to her, you know, yeah. I, I don't blame her. Like, Yeah, it's a kid. Yeah. It's a baby. Kid took forever to get undressed, three hours. 
underneath a bench. Um, all right, we're over an hour here. Do you want to say anything else? You want to preach anything? You want to give some advice to a kid that's trying to make it in pro? You want to say anything? You want to tell, you know, if you want to confess to something, maybe you uh, you didn't put the toilet seat down this morning and your sister's pissed at you something. Just anything you want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think to anybody who's, like, trying to be a professional hockey player, you know, just you got to really enjoy the game. Like, you really got to love the game. Yeah. Like, if you want to play professional hockey – you truly got to love the game um, and just make sure that, you know, when you're out there on the ice and you're, and you're working and you're, and you're doing your thing, just like, just be like fearless with it, you know, just don't be scared to, you know, fuck up a drill or sorry, I shouldn't be dropping F-bombs. So don't be scared <laughs> to mess up a drill. Um, don't be scared to, you know, to fail. Yeah. It's totally normal. So just be fearless. Um, that would be my advice. Unreal. OB, you're welcome back anytime. You know that. Hopefully uh, you'll come back on next year. Yeah. We should talk about that too. Change hockey culture? Yeah, if you want to. Talk about Bring that it up. Yeah. Want to do it right now? Yeah, we can talk about that too. So change hockey culture. Tell me a little bit about it. I know the, the premise behind it, but you probably know a little bit more than me. Yeah, so it's a group of guys in the NHL uh, who've come together and they've formed uh the alliance and one of the guys joel ward is a guy i played with in washington yeah unbelievable guy right yeah. UPEI, upei yeah he's got yeah, a little yeah. maritime in him does he he's a toronto guy but he's got a lot of he's got like he's got he's got that grit in him you know if you're here for a year i consider you a maritimer yeah yeah, yeah. so it was cool playing with him because you know he knew i was from out here so but and i just have mad respect for that guy and you know everything he's done you know, in the communities, especially in D.C. So that's why I wore this shirt today, just to support him, support all those guys. You know, Duclair's another guy I played with growing up. You know, I had a teammate, Madison Bowie, and I I can't elaborate on the stories, but I remember just some of the things that happened when I played with him, and uh, it just wasn't right, you know. Hockey is for everybody, and, uh, yeah, so. Absolutely. Well said. Does need to change. A lot of people that are hurt and shouldn't be hurt when they're playing the game of hockey. It's yeah, a beautiful you game. Be, you should be comfortable coming to the rink every day. Absolutely. Uh, just being your true self. So Yeah. NHL is doing a great job of it right now. They're, they're, they could be doing a little bit better, but I think with the with the hockey change culture movement, they're they're starting. It's tough for these pro leagues to kind of make that alteration, but I think they're, you know, the, with Evander Kane and those guys there as well, I think they're they're going to help. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, that's another guy. Done a great job, Kimalu, those guys, you know. So, yeah. um, like what Dumba did the other, it was a Dumba, yeah, uh, Dumba, yeah, yeah, that Dumba, was, that was, man. I couldn't Dumba. have done that. That's incredible. But you know, that was awesome. So, yeah, um, we just got to keep the conversation happening. Yep. All right, Ob, thanks for coming on, everyone listening. Uh, make sure to check out hockey, uh, change hockey culture. Do your research, look into it. Um, enjoy bar down, bar down, bar down, bar down What's, hockey. What? They're selling t-shirts oh, are they? and hoodies and. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were for a little while there, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, everyone, enjoy your, uh, what is it, Thursday? Weekend's almost here. Sun's going to be out all weekend, I think, so have fun. Enjoy. Stay safe. That's it. We're out. Peace.